0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramiya Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Over on AMI Audio, folks, this weekend, do yourself a favor. Catch the Pulse this Saturday and Sunday at two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific time. This week, Joita speaks to Max Bro about a number of recent initiatives to promote employment among persons with disabilities. That's the Pulse this Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time, and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific. On AMI audio, available also on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. I'm Kelly McDonald with Brock Richardson.
1: Well, we always love to uh, welcome in our community reporters and this one has a bit of an extra special welcome back and that is that we're going to be joined by Kim Thistle from one of my favourite places to visit in Canada, St. John's, Newfoundland. Kim, welcome back.
2: Hey, thank you. Glad to be back and seeing everybody. Hey, how's everyone doing?
1: We're doing well. We want to know how you're doing because... We understand you had a busy summer, so before we delve into topic number one, maybe you can give us a synopsis of your time away.
2: Wow, synopsis, that's hard to do. I I can't even put it to words, incredible, breathtaking, astounding, like every adjective you can think of, but it was just a wonderful, incredible adventure I started off. In Orkney Islands in Scotland, went through down to Scotland, Edinburgh. We did a week in London, a week in, in um, Italy, which was my dream place. But I fell in love so much with Scotland and we traveled around the Highlands. It was just met wonderful people, had delicious food and fabulous adventures. Like, I still don't think I
0: processed nice. it all,
2: right? I don't know if I processed it yet, until I look at all my pictures and it's like, oh boy, I did that. I did that. <laughs>
0: Wow, what a whirlwind! Yeah. That that is wonderful, Kim. When you guys planned it out, you had yes. specific places, like you said, Italy, your kind of you know dream place to go to. But what made you select the other place? I know we touched on this before you left so many months ago, and you know I had to re familiarize. Who is this lady when you came back to the show? Now yeah. I know who you are. Uh, but but tell us how you picked all that out. Um,
2: well, I guess first for my partner Warren, he was fascinated with Stonehenge and those standing stones, oh, and he yes. heard. Hurt- to video, it said that the, these were younger than the ones, the oldest ones were actually in Orkney. So that sparked his interest because Orkney is a little island. There's several islands or, around there in Orkney and Shetland. So we did Orkney. And there's the, the Ring of Brodgar and the Standing Stones of Snes and Scarabray. That was there before the Egyptians were built. They built before the you know the tombs were pyramids were built in egypt so he was so fascinated with that so that's how that part started and i was thinking i live on a rock i live on a little island why do i want to go to an island magical magical it was just amazing like that i can't even talk enough and the italian chapel that was made by prisoners of world war ii uh, the italians they made a chapel out of a barracks and whatever they could find. It, that was just so fascinating. And then going in as we went on our trip, we were in London. we were No, we were in Edinburgh. And he said to me on a Saturday night, want to go to London on Tuesday? And we said, sure. <laughs> so we went to London for a week. Too, like that. <laughs> so some things were Beautiful. very moment. <laughs> those, nice. are the,
1: those are the kind of trips I love. The ones that aren't like necessarily planned. Sure, the bulk of your trip is planned. But the ones where you just pick up and say, we're going to do this and this is how we're going to do it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that as we can live uh, vicariously through you and your trip. Let's begin with your topics that you have outlined for us. Mardi Gras 2023, downtown St. John's on George Street. Do tell us more.
2: I mean, cannot, do I need to say any more? You visit George Street. You know what I'm talking about. The many, many different clubs, the different options. you got the Irish pubs. you got the dance clubs. you got... Oh, my God. Jazz club. But what happens on during Mardi Gras, which is this Saturday night coming, I thought a fabulous toy price, $20. And that opens up the whole street. So the street is buried off on each end of George Street, but you have access to all the clubs. And there's three different DJs performing throughout the night. I don't know the DJs. They may be, you know, for that generation, they know the music and who's going down there. But Mardi Gras is always a fun time. I'm telling you, bring a sighted. of You will need a sighted of guide. I mean, I need a sighted of guide. Everyone, anyone with visually appear Because downtown is, you know, you do have the cobblestone. You have the stairs going up into the clubs. You have, you know, uneven steps. There's just that type of thing. But most of it will be outside. Hopefully, I meant to check the weather forecast, see if it's going to be a, a nice evening for prizes for best costume always a great time I mean downtown with the energy and the atmosphere is a good time I mean I was encouraging my youngest son he just turned 19 so that's the legal age for drinking here in Newfoundland I said you got to go down for Mardi Gras he said I don't know if I want I
0: mean,
2: <laughs> I everyone needs to experience this in my mind <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Even just your little bit. I understand some people, especially if they're not into that noisy, the crowd or the drink, whatever, but to go and just kind of take a look when you have a street like that with so much there and a a heartbeat like that. Do you need to sit there and drink or or do? No, you don't need to. You can go and just soak it all up regardless. Sounds good, Kim. Um, Let's move on to your Halloween dance with uh, CCB and CNIB.
2: So this is their partnering up this year, so which is a, a great ven- venue. So it's um, no cost, which is always perfect, isn't it? <laughs> it's yes. Oh
0: yeah, we're all for that.
2: Yeah, yeah we are. Um, <laughs> you can
0: if
2: you want. I do. Like I will be dressing up. I, I'm. I mean, I'm the one who dresses up to give out Halloween candy at my door. So I will be dressing up. You know, going through like my um tickle trunk, like Mr. dress Dress-Up head. <laughs> it's not as good. As but I, so that's actually on Halloween, October 31st, next Tuesday, Lyons Chalet. There's a, a ramp to enter into the chalet and there's stairs. They leave all the lights on, which I love because, you know, some of us have mm-hmm. partial Um And you bring your friends, your families, whatnot. So come from 7 to 11, Lyons Chalet, but they will be having um, a ticket draws, like, so, you know, bring some extra cash, Toonies, Loonies, that type of thing, because they will be doing prizes throughout the night, and there'll be, you know, nib- nibbly food, bring your own booze, so it's, just, it's a funny, and Shane is a member of CCB in Lions Club, and he does fabulous music. He has a music business on the side. He's visually impaired as well, and he does a great job for getting us up on the dance floor for the night.
0: Yeah, all those... Um... Scary songs. I, I want to say, even though we're talking more novel, novelty songs, Kim, like the Monster Mash. Um, Kim, do us the favor too, send us the picture when you're in costume. Uh, we'd like to show some pictures of of our listeners, of our contributors, of our community reporters throughout the next week on the show. So if you, when you, when you're getting yourself together, maybe send it in if you can do it before our, our Tuesday show uh, at the latest. But I won't
2: be going to the dance till Tuesday night, so you may not see me then. It might be too late.
0: It might have to be an excuse to get dressed up and go down to George Street Saturday night. I mean, I'm sure they'll chase you off the street cobbles and all, but it depends on the costume.
2: <laughs> I know. i am going to get my girlfriend's roundup. I don't know if they're interested in going on George Street
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what your son's going to say. You're trying to twist my arm. But anyway, if yeah. you get that opportunity or, or Kim, you're I'm always good. good. If someone else is dressed up or whatever, send us in a picture or two with a little description. We want it. We'd love it.
2: I will.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's all it's always creative how people come up with their costumes and uh and, and things like that on Halloween. So it should be good timing. Oh, and, and absolutely people in Newfoundland know how to party. So uh yeah. <laughs> I uh I I love the name of this next one. I think it's a play on something else, possibly, maybe an old yeah. show. Tell me more about socks in the city market.
2: Okay, but yeah, I I know where you, what show you're talking about, but it has no connection to it. Um, this is a fundraiser that um a Facebook friend that I met through um you know we're we're cancer survivors, breast cancer survivors, and I don't know her, I've never met her in person, but throughout the years she's always posting about these knitted, you know mittens were knitted by such and such, and this is beautiful cats and things like that. So it's something a, a a labor of love for her and i don't want to say labor because i think it's so much of a passion so with socks in the city etc so i just wanted to read from my phone so i don't miss out all the different venues that vendors that are there so it's um, the 11th annual holiday sale of lovely things in support of daffodil place and one night stand against cancer so it's, it's, daffodil place is um a facility here in st john's for patients who have to come in for treatment here at the health science center so there's no cost to them so the funds from this pays for their night stay however many nights they need so that's a fabulous cost. and one night stand against cancer is another organization they're different things they have and this is what's so lovely about it hand-knitted socks hat mitt etc by cancer survivors and friends and i went and did a a knitting session you know this summer and i was sitting next to this lady who knits socks and she does a beautiful job and um, i was a beginner learner but she's a breast cancer survivor as well and she said she's been supporting this for a year so that touches my heart and by local like we're always talking about we have um balsam fir Christmas wreath collectible china teacups christmas vintage punch needle creation hooked rug fairy tale gingerbread art prints Wild island treat and jelly, old-fashioned cinnamon ornament, felt, wooden, and embroidered, and quilt, and works of art, and festive of live music, caroling, pink days in bloom, garden fairies, fifty-fifty draw, chance action, and fun prizes. So I know throughout the event will be selling tickets, and I've seen some of the the prizes that can be won, and they're quite phenomenal, like a rucksack, a, a backpack made locally, um wreaths that are made locally. So. This is a a great opportunity to get your Christmas shopping done. Plus you're supporting a fabulous cause because I don't think there's anyone here in Newfoundland, Labrador or anywhere that hasn't been touched by cancer one way or the other.
1: It, it really is fascinating when you fascinating, uh, moving when a bunch of people can get, you know, behind a cause and, and do for the greater good. That's really when you see the community get together and, 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 bond for something that as you point out and rightfully so everyone's been touched in some way shape or form through cancer so it sounds like this is a great cause uh something for everyone and sounds like maybe we'll have a little bit of fun too on top of that
2: you got it and oh i forgot to tell you where it was it's in part of st john's southlands area Glen um golf court there is there's a ramp going in and it's one level so it's it's, it's accessible
1: I would imagine there'll be lots and lots of people there um, to to see that. And it's nice to sort of see the accessibility add on to that as well. So really great stuff. And uh, yeah, we just I wish them all the best with their you oh, know, yeah. raising of funds and things like that.
2: I'm certainly promoting it. So November yeah. the-, I the date, right? November the 5th. And you owe oh, $5 a mission and you need to wear a mask.
0: Well, for sure. For sure, and and you know, Kim, we know all of us um, have that connection. We we know people who have done that walk for sure, and and had to deal with cancer rearing its head in one way or another, either ourselves or family. So uh, I love when there's these things, and especially people who really speak for it and cool. encourage the rest of us to think about it and get in there, and because I think we feel how important it is to to the individuals like yourself
2: thank you yeah it certainly is. and like I said this it, it, is her passion so yeah and I love watching her posts and how excited she gets about it so it's truly it, it, and that's it and they're beautiful items you almost need to come down here to be buying things
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what you hear and that's what that's the people who know the importance right who contribute and make sure
1: those items are available yes for sure
2: and you can get something yeah. that's a table of with the
1: Kim, thank you so much for another outstanding report, and we'll talk to you again in probably about a month.
2: Take care. Thank you. See you later.
1: That was community reporter in St. John's, Newfoundland, Kim Thistle, giving us a much-needed and highly-anticipated report. As we mentioned, she'd been gone for a while, so nice to have her back.
0: I wish they were having their uh, Halloween dress-up party like on next Monday, so we could actually get pictures because Kim loves her camera, and it would be so cool to get her, her partner, everybody. Kind of what they're wearing makes a good show, folks. So you know, if we can't get her, maybe you can. Uh, maybe you can send us in something to Kelly and Rumi at ami.ca, and we can be able to take a chance, to show the pictures right here on the program. Brock Richardson, Kelly McDonald, here in the next hour of the program, we the NBA season officially kicks off today. That's not why Brock's here, really. But we will break down the Toronto Raptors and all things basketball with Randy Urban of uh, NBA TV when he joins us later on. Also, what are some woodworking tips for people with vision loss? Jeff Thompson, he'll be here to let us know. But up next, the Working Group for Accessibility and Inclusion is now taking new applications. Medicine Hat, committee reporter, Tony Freimar has more for us and gives us all those details right after this to begin our second hour. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv.
2: Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.